0: Hi, and welcome to the 6th episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis. And I'm Christine. And today we will be discussing *Crest* by Marissa Meyer. Today we have another very special guest. My good friend, Peyton! Hello. Yay! It felt like there was a lot of build-up there, and you're just like, hello. (laughs) You want to get into the non summary, Peyton?
1: Oh, sure. So this book is a futuristic retelling of the classic fairy tale Rapunzel. The main character Cress has been trapped in a satellite for seven years. She has become Queen Levana's prized hacker but all she wants to do is be free.
0: Yeah. Okay. Lovely. We are going to start discussing the book. So if you haven't read it yet, press pause, read the book, and come back when you're done. This is your official spoiler warning. Hi. Hello. Okay. Woo! we're doing. Crazy. This book is one of my favorites. Honestly, it it really competes with winter sometimes. Oh. Yeah,
1: I can agree with that, one hundred percent.
0: Okay. Does anyone want to start off like right off the bat, right off the bat with thoughts? Because usually I'm, I don't have a right off the bat thought. I have to say this is not one of my favorite books. <gasps> Why? Last for me. I well. I will say, like I said in our last podcast, I really, really liked Scarlet and Wolf together. But I have to say, in this book... They suck. Well, no. <laughs> sucks. Is annoying. That's what he's only favorite part. He's he my- really... Sucks. Yes. He sucks. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is so annoying. And I spend most of the book like, Wolf. okay. What's he going to mess up now? Exactly. He's the worst. So, but for that, I would say definitely. But I feel like it was almost an injustice what was done to Wolf's character in this book. Mm. I mean, I will say this is the only book, pretty much in the entire series, where I like the... uh, namesake's character storyline more than cinder storyline yeah because in yes. uh scarlet i always like cinder storyline more than scarlet storyline in winter i like cinder storyline more than winter storyline i always like cinder storyline best except for this book i love the desert storyline Thorn.
1: yes because that's that's really where you meet Cress. like
0: you actually get to know where him. you
1: get to know your character yeah
0: but there was a lot of that good character introduction on the satellite, which I there thought was... yeah. I will say, no matter how many times I read this book, I always just end up hoping that the, the visit with Sybil works out fine and, like, they're gonna rescue her. Like, I know what's gonna happen. I know she's not getting rescued. But in my mind, there's this endless artist I'm like, it's gonna work out. Sybil's not gonna see the calm. It's gonna work out. Oh, there it goes! <laughs> <laughs> like I know logically what's gonna happen, but I'm just like I still have that hope. Like Marissa Meyer does a beautiful job of just building up that hope for Cress and hoping that she's okay and she gets out fine. Okay, so I have a question for both of you.
1: Yes. You okay.
0: In chapter one, they're talking about taking Cress's blood. Yeah. How know? long did it take you guys? To figure out that the antidote and really the whole plague was started through the shells. When Dr. Erwin said so. Yeah, got,
1: yeah. <laughs> I did not figure that I out.
0: Didn't, I did not put that together. In oh my gosh. It. The psycho psychic did yeah, figure it no. out. No, I did not figure that out. I was, I like, was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> what did I, you
1: I just your thought it was for. It was almost like it was just. She was forcibly, or she had to give blood for like hospitals and stuff because they know. didn't want to make other like, people. I don't know.
0: I thought it was research On into the shells why, and why the shells are able to. Yeah, which actually that's a good question. Like, why are the shells like what? What causes shells to be immune to the glamour? Because I would think they try to like, switch that mm-hmm. so when they, they can figure out a way to control them in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I thought Lavana was trying to figure out how she can get them under her control.
1: Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like it's a disability, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's genetic. Like, for people with, say, autism, there's no way mm-hmm. you can reverse that.
0: I mean, but we do li- they do live in a society where they can cross the genetics with wolves, so...
1: That is you don't know fair. what your
0: technology can do. That's true. Okay. So. We see more. Of Kai. Getting ready for the wedding. Kai is a sweet. innocent cinnamon roll. But he is so stupid. <laughs> like. I mean. You see him. Like. Cringing. At the thought of having to kiss Lavana. (laughs) He's such a teenage boy. But I mean, you're not even looking forward to kissing her at the wedding. And you're relieved that you're not going to have to kiss her at the wedding. I mean, wouldn't you be? Yes. But my point is, it's not like he's going to be able to avoid it when they're married. Yeah, he (laughs) he understands that. But it's also like an immediate like, oh, I have to kiss her right then. Because weddings, you almost always kiss the bride, and so the fact that he doesn't have to do it right then is a relief to him. He knows he acknowledges that he's gonna have to kiss her, but he's like, okay, well, right now I'm okay.
1: Yeah, and but- then when he gets like real excited when he thinks Cinder's helping him find Celine.
0: Just like or it's self-preservation, and Kai's like, no, she's she's helping me. She loves me. Kai is such a sweet idiot. I love him. Also, Priya, yes, she's you mother. How is she me? Because she's like, oh, it hurts my soul to see you aging so much, and like, yes, the I mother care men. about you. I you, uh, you know. So it's just like a yeah, that's no, like a you. Thing. That's true. I can see that. But, like, yeah, I really saw you in there. You want to get into the actual Cress stuff because I have a lot to say about Cress. Yeah. Okay. Cress's character is one of my favorites because I love all the other girls in uh, the Rampion Crew so far are these little super empowered, strong willed, badass females. But Cress seems to be the exact opposite of that. She's very socially anxious. She doesn't like making confrontations. She sees herself as damsel in distress. And yet, she's like this insanely smart hacker who is badass as well. So it's kind of like showing that you don't need to be this strong, outspoken girl to be badass. You can still be shy. You can still be socially anxious and be someone super and that's why I no. What
1: well,
0: yeah. I I had notes about how. Oh, I agree. She's very much over the top, which is annoying at some points. But still, I was. I have one here. Like, she acts like a love schoolgirl. school girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's uh, creepy to the point. She's so smart and acts ridiculous. Yeah. No, <laughs> I get that. I get that. But the idea of the character overall is what really. No, I know. And but that's the like, you know, they're all expecting her to be, like, crazy beyond crazy. Jeez. Because she's been living by herself for seven curve. years. Yeah. It, you know, I, I get it, but... I mean, we went crazy for a quarantine that was, like, what? I've one- yeah. been quarantined for seven years in space. Yeah. With no one but civil Mira to talk to. True. you go a little bit crazy, too. I think I would. You'd be a lovesick schoolgirl for Carl At least I would be. I am the lovesick schoolgirl for <laughs> Captain Thorne. Oh my gosh. What? He's amazing. Okay. <laughs> so he loses his sight. in Which the- is actually like the the actual story from the fairy tale. The prince gets his eyes scratched out and he loses his sight and they get lost in the desert together. Also, apparently the vegetable that's stolen from the garden is a rampian. That's like the, the, really? the what the vegetable is called. So is. interesting. I know. Whereas oh, I also does love some it. Research.
1: I love it when Thorn is like, when he goes to the uh, the satellite, and Sybil says something. It's like, I can't remember, but Thorn was like, "Yes, let's blame the girl tied up in the bathroom."
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, uh Crescent did this to herself, or something like that. Yeah, let's blame the girl that's tied oh, up and yeah. gagged in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she, he also mentions how short she is. The five-foot girl tied up and gagged in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love how each of these already, like, kind of protective of her. I love their relationship. Crestwell is my favorite, just saying. because like. But here's my thing. Like, we see Cress walk down in the casino area.
1: Oof.
0: <laughs> and Thorne is mm, sitting there oof. with a girl sitting in his lap.
1: Which we find out later is a Which escort we find droid out later
0: Ico. it's exactly the escort droid for ICO. But I at that point did not think she was overreacting. I agreed with her reaction because no matter what, they're trying to pretend like they're, they're a married, married couple. couple. Yeah. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't go around yeah. crying, like you would reach up or you not know, reach would, up, you would go there and slap sl- him. Exactly. Pull the girl by the hair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, like, Thorne, your intentions are good, but think it through. Thorne is Please. an idiot. We love him though. All the guys are idiots. Wolf is a lovesick puppy idiot person, ugh. which ugh. Um, Kai is just stupid sometimes. He's blind.
1: Jason he's is blinder a
0: than Thorn. When she's when Cinder's like, oh, um, Celine, she's like a cyborg, and like you won't like her, and he's like, oh my goodness, is it is it the redhead girl? Yeah, <laughs> like no, <laughs> you are blinder than Thorn in this you
1: moment, idiot. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I also agree that Cress was not overreacting, but. I will say, one thing that I hate about the fandom is they all say that, oh, Cresswell is just one-sided. Thorne doesn't really love Cress, or he doesn't even like Cress until, like, winter, which I sincerely disagree. Like, throughout this entire book, I just kept making notes in my head of when, like, moments. when I was like, yeah, that's, like, a non-one-sided Cresswell moment. Because, like, Thorne seems to really, like, actually develop feelings for Cress during this entire book not just in winter
1: i mean i couldn't really pinpoint where like he like just not fell in love with but started to get feelings for her because it's almost like because he's he's flirty with any girl really
0: yeah so you never really know tripping up with crest shows that he doesn't actually know how to deal with his feelings for her yeah well, he did say she's semi cute. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, he likes he likes her a little bit. He's gonna go shoot a shot, but like w- after the kiss, I think that really showed how oh. much like he was falling for her because like. The the fact that he was, like, super nervous. Yeah. Yeah. On the rooftop, the fact that he was, like, super nervous and, like, did I ruin it for you? Like, was it not a good kiss? Like, that kind of shows that suave nature. And how insecure he was. He was, because he actually cared about this one.
1: But he tried to play it off cool. He was like, if it was a bad kiss, just tell me.
0: Yeah, Yeah. also, but... I just want to say how stupid I am, because when rereading this book, and they were, like, going out of the pod ship to go get Cress, I was like, why don't they just send Aiko? Like, that wouldn't that make much more sense, because she can't be controlled? And I was like, it took, like, a solid minute to realize, oh, wait, she's still the ship. <laughs> <laughs> uh... It took me a minute to realize- Just oh, like, like how
1: Aiko this- is an old man.
0: Shush! Stop making fun of me for that. <laughs> You're never going to let that go, are you, Peyton?
1: No. Ugh.
0: So, we get Jason more in this book. I have a lot of notes about that. Okay. I, okay. I like Jason much more in this book than in the next book. His sarcastic nature with Cinder was actually very fun to read compared to him with Winter. Which we'll get into next uh, in two episodes, but in this book, I actually really liked his character much more than I remember. I never really liked Jason, but all of his like sarcastic moments with Cinder when he's talking and they're like even like making some jokes together—it was actually very fun to read. And I actually liked it, but I do think after they decided to put their trust in Jason, they should have said something about her being Princess Celine. Yeah, because well. I'll say this once, I'll say it a thousand times, communication is key, people! I have well, to say that once in every episode, you know this. Yeah.
1: Okay, so, but he did say, I'm loyal to my princess.
0: Yeah, I serve my princess, Which... no one else. But they serve. figure out that it's about Princess Winter, but if they're gonna put all their trust in him, and he has no idea about the plan to overthrow Lavana because she's Celine, He should still know, so that he knows everything, you know?
1: Yeah, right? I agree. Because if with they're going to
0: trust him to be their getaway pilot for this mission where they're kidnapping the Emperor, then he should know
1: that
0: she's Celine. So he should know how vital it is. Because all he thinks right now is she's some crazy lovesick girl. Exactly. Yeah. So let's go back to Cress and Thorn in the satellite careening down toward the Earth. The fact that if i was crest i would just be hyperventilating in a corner and crying and i would have died exactly like she had the wherewithal to like run up and act into the freaking satellite like database and whatever because they said that she was under the bed thing. yeah like Actually. but the fact that she was able to hack into this like I can't even, like, get my computer to start half the time. Yes. Let alone, like, <laughs> make a whole, like, hacking into this. And, and keep them from, like, burning up as they enter Earth's atmosphere. Like, they have, like, like, a minute, maybe? I don't know. Like, they're careening into the Earth's surface. And there's, like, stuff flying around. They're like, there's, like, projectiles. And, like, they're going to die. Thorn freaking gets hit in the head and passes out and goes blind for a minute. <laughs>
1: Love and back to crest a being a badass
0: yeah right well and then she takes care of him yes well then they get tangled together with her hair
1: <laughs>
0: imagine <laughs> how painful that must have been well, like like and then I- when
1: thorne's like oblivious and he's like can you turn on the lights?"
0: yeah thorne oh, i was like thorne you are so dumb, but I love you. But I was also, like, this time reading, I was like, I mean, it makes sense that he wouldn't jump immediately to blindness, you know?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, would anybody?
0: Nah. No. No. <sighs> also, I really... Before they crashed, I really liked Chris's alone time when she was playing her games and, like, doing the, like, dancing stuff. Because it was just, like... I liked, like... She's how, quirky. She's, well, she's not, like, other girls. But, no, I liked seeing how she would spend her time by yourself because it's kind of like making me ask the question like what would you do if you were trapped in a satellite for seven years by yourself you would probably come up with some fun ways to entertain yourself
1: she doesn't have training little crust yeah
0: oh I was so sad for her when little crust died because like I actually kind of understood what like that was so sad you know oh she didn't die yes she did (laughs) it'd be like how I feel if Daphne died Peyton do you think little crust died
1: well, because it did say, like, when the satellite, I can't remember if it was shaking or if she, like, kicked a table, and there was a water jug that was going to fall onto the the thingy that the pro- stored all of, for Little Cress. So, I think that Little Cress did die.
0: Okay. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, and I kind of sympathize with her. Okay. Anyway, they get out of the satellite. They're in the desert. And Cress... Loses her stuff. Yeah, she freaks out, and like Thorn brings her back to reality, and he's like, "We will be eaten alive by, by vultures." vultures. <laughs> I love Carswell Thorn. I will. And then he keeps bringing Car- it back up. I need Carvel and marry him. Just saying. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm Although, not even joking at this point.
1: I do I- think like when she started crying, I think he went about it the wrong way. Like, when yeah. he just yeah, shook okay. her real hard.
0: But I mean, it was uh, important that she didn't, like, dehydrate herself. Like, it was important to get well, her stop crying fast. Because if he yeah. tried to comfort her, she would keep crying, because she's crushed. And he could tell that she's gonna keep crying. So he needed to shock, shock her, her out, of, yeah. out of crying. Because, like, death. in a normal situation that's not life or death, then yeah, he went about totally wrong. But in the situation where it was key to not dehydrate yourself, he I think he actually did go about it the right way because he, if he tried to comfort her lightly, she would keep crying even longer and that would be losing even more water. That's true. So after we see that, we see Scarlet flying the ship for... Civil. This is also another moment where no matter how many times I read it, I'm like, she's gonna get to the end. She's gonna get to that pod ship. She'll be fine. And she's semi aware that what she's feeling and thinking isn't real.
1: Mm-hmm. Which I think is interesting. I think it also has to do with like her partial lunar. Like, yeah. That she can't,
0: she's not fully able to be under like- the glamour.
1: She's able to be controlled, but she still knows that she's being controlled. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So when she's crying, that broke my heart. Mm. I will say though, I did get major Dobby vibes from her. Like, Scarlet should not have been listening in to Mrs. Harry Potter. We deserve to be punished. Bad Dobby, Bad Dobby, Ben Scarlet! (laughs) I'm just saying with major Dobby vibes. I can see but, that. I <laughs> can see that. Yes, but the question is, like, you know, after we meet the people in Farafra, like, Aww. there's the one woman who, you know, says her son killed himself instead of being one of the guards. <laughs> Jason's line there, I will never forget it. I laugh out loud every time just from shock because, of, dude, you can't say that. He must not have loved you very much then. Like, what the heck? But here's my question, guys. Like, seeing how Scarlett reacted, you know, where she's crying, and, you know, hearing that story. If you were taken over by a lunar and had no control over your senses, your body, your anything, what would you do? Like, would you be okay with it, or would you be, like, the mom's kid in... Remove oh, I remove yourself myself. from the equation. I'd remove myself from the equa- equation because I wouldn't want to hurt innocent people or potentially hurt you. Aww. Aww.
1: Well, it depends. Are you talking about, still about the lady's son?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, like, or Scarlet, like, if a lunar, if we were in that situation, what would you do? Like, if you were, had the potential of being mind-controlled... Would you just try to fight back? Would I you would try to escape to just Earth, just remove yourself Or, from the but equation? if I had to be, if I had to be like a royal guard, I, you know, I, <laughs> just because, like, again, I wouldn't want to have my will taken away from me and like watch myself kill all these innocent people, you know? Like that'd be the most horrifying part: having no control while being forced to kill people who don't deserve to be killed. Yeah, I don't
1: think I could. Yeah, win that. I and know. I.
0: I love how Wolf calls out Cinder at one point, point. and I made a note of it here too. I just oh know. yeah, when he was like the worst thing is being controlled. Yeah, and that nobody should have that kind of that amount of power over somebody else. Yeah, I was like, oh damn, Wolf, but also also you don't have any room to talk right now because like if you did, you were just sitting on your butt being a lazy freaking no help. Just moping in the Scarlet, I want a tomato right now. I need my apple. I need my tomatoes. Yes. So okay. Cinder's plan. It's the beginning it was so stupid. I knew that. Like before i even called her out. I was like, what even is that? Like Lavana can just say like First of all, Lavana's there. She can just, like, mind control them to, like, either just immediately start attacking and shooting you or to not believe you. Like, if anyone were to... Or if you did believe, she could just call you a freaking liar and say that you're manipulating them. Like, there is nothing for that, you know? Yeah. So, Peyton, what were your thoughts on Cinder's first plan?
1: Uh... So, okay... I did have the thought Dr. Anlon pointed out, like, why would the people of Earth care if you were the queen of the moon, like the rightful heir of the moon? Because you're not on the moon. They're not not the people you're going to rule. Exactly. It's like, it's like if I was supposed to be the king of England or whatever, and then I decided to tell everybody in America, it's like, what's that going to do for me?
0: Nothing exactly. It's stupid, and they're stupid. Like, what do they expect her to do? Like, oh well, I'm not a vindictive, horrible human or lunar. Just take my crown right now, Celine. I thought you were dead, so now that you're not here, take my crown.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I didn't try to kill you when you were a child, a literal infant. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) Bygones. It's like Lion King. Step down, Scar. (laughs) Exactly. It's so stupid. You just kill the person instead. (laughs) Have your dad die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, I would have, if I were Erland, I would have released the information about the plague and how the Lunars created it. Well, no, so it's getting lost to like web forums,
1: but I mean, like, instead of just telling the crew,
0: yes, because then the leaders of the six countries could be could charge Lovana with war crimes but right then that and wouldn't there, change anything. Yeah, They're they could already killed her, level. but they could have she got away, they wouldn't have been able to kill her. <sighs> Yes, they caught up. No, they
1: couldn't. There's, there's just either way, control. do you believe
0: everything you read on the internet? I'm not saying on the internet. I'm saying send it to the heads of states so that they, they get can... so many lunatic cums all the time. Not if it comes no, and, from and, the palace. Uh, no, no.
1: Just l- look at it from one of their perspectives. There was a like a crazy doctor that worked on the letamosis antidote that helped Cinder yeah. escape from prison. Yeah. Are you going to believe him or not?
0: Mm. I don't know. I would have called Torin down or something and had Torin look it over. He was also like basically dead. He didn't have time to call Torin down and have Torin look it over. So yeah, that's fair. how did nobody else catch the plague? That's my question. Because like everyone's
1: caught well, the plague. He he caught it. I think so fast. Like I think he gave it to himself. After they were in the palace, that's what I think happened.
0: I have like the right amount of exposure, or it was just some sort of moment. My question is, because... how is Thorn? Because they're interacting with like his literal like aura. This is his eyes, and his, like drawing stuff from his pelvis that's like interacting with blood and substances. Well,
1: that's that's why he got scared because, I mean, yeah, but my question Thorne...
0: logically, how didn't he catch it?
1: Um. I don't know. Not not right exposure. Good luck. Like you said.
0: I mean. Yeah. Carswell Thorne. Well, we lucky. can't have
1: Thorne die. Come on. But Thorn maybe like
0: it's, you're not contagious until you actually have symptoms. The thing pop Who up. Who knows. But I don't know. Have you, haven't you read Carswell's Guide to Being Lucky? He's always I lucky. Have. Yeah.
1: He is always lucky.
0: We love Carswell. Okay. What did you think about Cress's moment in the desert when she was like, trying to be like, you're a hero.
1: oh okay so
0: yeah go ahead peyton
1: so i when 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 i at the beginning when she was talking about it like she was like i did my research especially on thorn about how he did blah 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 blah." in my head i'm going from the thorn i know that does not that does not sound
0: he's lying to save his own butt yeah
1: yeah and, and then I she, was, you can go.
0: And when she starts telling him all the good things he's done. <laughs> imagine being in that moment. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did do that, didn't I? Well, here's the real, real deal on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like he forgot about it, too.
0: Honestly, yeah, he's just done so much horrible stuff that he's like, oh, yeah, I did let a tiger out of its cage, and I was, what, like, 12? Yeah. So he did not, to the real reason he helped Kate. He helped Kate. Why do you think that is? I think it's because he wanted Chris to actually like him, like he said. Also, I will say, real quick, this is kind of off subject, but the fact that she went to look up who Kate Fellow was, this major, like, best friend stalking Instagram crush for you, like, oh, I like uh, this guy, and she's like, on it, here's every th- he's here's every person he's ever interacted with. Mm-hmm. Like, that felt very much like Instagram stalking your crush. Just saying.
1: Well, I mean, but what I, else I- did Chris have to do?
0: I mean, yeah, she had talked. Creepy. I mean, I would stop talking <laughs> like, just oh saying. Gosh. What? Why are you rolling your eyes? I would not be attracted to him. You don't know what you're saying. I do know what I'm saying. Okay, Miss, oh, I love Wolf and Scarlet. You would have a Wolf. I would not want Wolf from this book.
1: I You'd would have want... kicked
0: him to the curb, too. You'd want Wolf from the last book when he betrays you. He and went, then kisses least, you without consent. He at least wasn't like this. What? Okay, but like. He kissed blech. her without her consent to help her escape. Even still, no should mean no. Anyways, whatever. Uh, pfft we can agree to disagree. We're immature. But the point is I think Thorn loves Chris is annoying. Okay. Well,
1: question So oh, No, you go. You go.
0: Um what is your thought on the fact that Thorn is 21 and Chris is 16? What <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Any thoughts on it's- that, Payton? <laughs>
1: It's 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 interesting.
0: I will say, um, I was married to a guy who was about five years older than me. Okay, and so, did so it did not work out so well. But you know, it it does happen. It's I know. Not, I mean, if she were eighteen and he were twenty three, wouldn't be so bad. Anyway,
1: well, it's. Oh, okay. So, back to, or not back to, I guess. Um, but when, when one of the people from the caravan shot the uh, the the animal, and then Thorn cried out like for Crest, thinking
0: that Crest. Oh, I love that moment so had much. Had been it's shot. So like, oh, he cares about her and he wants her to be okay. I mean, yeah, he thinks that she's just been shot. but, Like, it's also like an awe oh moment, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I also can't... think... Go ahead. Thorne Thorn never fully trusted the caravan. Like oh, Crest no, did. I
0: think he was kind of sus of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I even wrote that in my notes. Um, because <laughs> wow, you can you tell... Wow, that... you
0: took notes? You know how to write? Stop. Sorry. It's, okay, it's paid to know. <laughs> I have to be kind of mean to him. Uh, anyways. I have like, to say, my favorite Thorne scene is when he realizes something's mm-hmm, up with Cress mm-hmm. in the hotel. Yes, that scene is one of they, my yes. favorites. I've had that scene bookmarked for years because of the And how he much basically
1: just, just he basically just goes berserk.
0: Yes. He yeah. loses his mind. I mean yeah. I mean And then he like chases her to
1: Farafra well, also,
0: yeah. Also the fact far-fra. that he said like he was like talking about how she was a living breathing girl and he they were, she was worth so much more than they never know. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I love Thorne so much in this moment. Just like, <sighs>
1: but it's what? It's almost like
0: Thorne's place. Chase after her. Um, you would chase after her or you would just give up? No, I would chase after her. Yeah. And you her blind and you are going back to the Sahara Desert? Yeah. I would chase after her. Aww. Cause she's wicked smart. She is, but she's also kind of annoying when she's like, eh, eh, no, don't look at me. Like those moments when like, they were talking about like the planning for the, the royal wedding infiltration. She was like, well, you could use the, the, the tunnels. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I, I said something smart. I'm embarrassed, so I'm going to hide now. Yeah. That was kind of annoying. I well, like, oh. I
1: think it's more like the overwhelming presence of every, like too many important people.
0: Like, not that she's not that she's you. not
1: important but like knowing that cinder's Celine and then like Jason is one, is one cinder of the cinder guards cinder.
0: and does she know cinder' Celine
1: um maybe I don't I mean think she she, does. she
0: doesn't she's
1: smart she she's smart enough to figure it out from when like Sybil or whatever told her to find her and then like if she watched the ball yeah. footage,
0: did she say um, that though? I didn't think she realized that Cinder was Celine.
1: So I don't like think that she, Jason. Did. I don't know.
0: Because Jason also didn't realize it, so I was. Well, just Jason's assuming not very smart. They both didn't realize it.
1: You know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Also, but, I will say. Oh, sorry.
1: Well, if if still if she didn't know Cinder was Celine, then it could still be like this person's trying to overthrow Lavana. They yeah. have like they're still kind of important.
0: I will say though, Cinder was Celine from Lavana's perspective was kind of disappointing to me for me. Because when I was reading the series, I read a very good like theory that was like, oh okay. So what if Cinder actually isn't Celine and it's just Erilon being freaking crazy and thinking that she is because he has this lunar sickness. And Cinder believes it. And so she's telling everyone, everyone believes it. So therefore, she actually isn't Celine. But Lavana confirming it kind of got rid of that theory. And it was a really fun theory to believe, though, because, like, imagine end of the series and then finding out that Cinder, we tested your blood. You're not Celine. That would be like a mind blow, wouldn't it? Yeah.
1: So, Dude, like, if so the book helpful. ended like that imagine oh my goodness
0: that would be insane. that would be amazing that would be insane. but of course because it was confirmed from Lavana's perspective then of course it's not true but that would have just been so cool because erlon we saw that he was going crazy even from the very first book when it was uh, his lunar sickness when the assistant's braid turning into a snake so it could have just been his delusions and that would have been like a legitimate excuse and it wouldn't have been just an, it's all a dream thing it would have been like we knew he was crazy.
1: Why did we believe him? Um, Crap, what was I going to say?
0: When did you guess that Cress was uh, Erlen's daughter? Oh. When he said his crescent moon. Yeah. When yeah, he mentioned, definitely. when it was his perspective, and he mentioned his crescent moon. I was like, oh yeah, cres- crescent moon. Yeah. Yeah. But... What cause... would you have done in Cress's uh, scene when she found out? Would you have said, I love you to Dr. Erlon? What would you have done?
1: Oh, man. That's a hard one because. It
0: is. Yeah.
1: I like... probably
0: would have. Only because, yes, she didn't know him and didn't have a relationship with him. But I'm guessing at some point she dreamed about having parents that loved her mm-hmm so it was like her well i assume so yeah and i would think that she would be then saying goodbye to that person that she envisioned in her mind
1: mm-hmm. but i again think dr erland's timing was terrible
0: he should right? have told her it's because her when it was like when they because it's
1: different like if you if you like if you're told that somebody's your dad and then they just die so you know you have no connection to them
0: i would have been so mad at him for keeping that secret for so long i would have wanted him to tell like imagine if let's say he didn't die and he tells her i don't know like a year later after all like the stuff goes down who knows how long it's gonna take but let's say it's a year and um he finds out or she finds out after a year imagine how mad you'd be like I've known you for a whole year and you've known this whole time that you're my dad and you didn't tell me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have wanted to tell me immediately, you know? I agree with that. So, I was very rambly right there because I didn't know how to, like, get my thoughts across, but, like, I still would have been so mad. Okay. And... Go ahead.
1: Okay. Um, at the end of the chapter when it was, when the results popped up and it was, like, paternity confirmed, uh, I was, like, no way like it's actually for real because again like he could be having delusions yeah that he had a child i guess not really but he could just have delusions about the crest is his daughter
0: yeah i believe it though i was like oh yeah he's her father what would have been really cool is you are not the father because like that's unexpected you know I guess the crest twist, but it was still, I wish there was actually some time for them to have a relationship. That would have been a really interesting dynamic to see because they're both yeah. like quite different people. So changing the subject here. Okay. Wolf gets controlled by Sybil. Oh. He is the worst person to ever have in a fight. Because he, I don't know if there's a single battle where he did not get controlled or their snap or their control on him s- did not snap. Right. But my question he damages Iko. I was like so massively upset. Like, how did Crest just not kill Wolf right then and there? Crest. I mean, how did Cinder, Cinder not kill Wolf right then and there? Because he knew she knew it wasn't him.
1: Yeah, she. But
0: I was so sad. I, I mean, thought she. dead.
1: she essentially killed the that Wolf because she killed Sybil, who was controlling Wolf.
0: Yeah, yeah, she did. Also, did you expect Sybil to die?
1: I did not.
0: I did not. Mm-mm. I don't I know thought... how she was headthomaterish able to overpower her so quickly through the mind
1: yeah well, because like if civil can only control one mutant like wolf
0: so it seems person. like later in the- is amory is much more powerful than her so how did civil even get to the top
1: yeah. well i mean if you read Ferris, that kind of
0: is answered i, read I did read Ferris. i just haven't read it in a long time which is why i'm asking right now because i don't remember if that was ever answered
1: well i don't want to spoil anything really I mean, no, um,
0: let's not get into Ferris. That's next week. Yes, we'll talk about Ferris next week. Yeah, so. All right. Okay. You want to get into Ferris and Least Favorites? Sure. So, Peyton, what is your favorite part of the book and your least favorite part of the book?
1: Oh, okay. My favorite part has to be when Thorne shows up and farafra
0: okay that moment and when and like, and oh. she
1: goes and she goes there's a mutant wolf to your left and there's a like a royal guard holding me and then there's a senile doctor and well no, and Thorn Oh goes, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah repeat those woman. yes and also when cinder comes up and she's like what mistress and he goes don't talk about don't Chris talk about crest that way <laughs> the audiobook narration is so perfect because he seems like he sounds genuinely angry don't talk about crest that way <laughs> and he's like oh wait you mean darla <laughs> like the fact that he just assumes it's crest that, <laughs> that was fun i love that this is so cute though but also well, i, mean, right I now, think he's ready to blithely just hit people for crest like i love that so much <laughs>
1: Yeah, and when Jason just, like, takes the gun out of his hand and he, like, <laughs> goes to hit him with David the cane. Was and <laughs> so
0: good in this book. Okay, so least favorite.
1: Least favorite has to be when, when, uh, when Wolf went berserk.
0: <sighs> Wolf sucks. Okay, Alexis. Okay, um, favorite is the whole kidnapping the emperor plot. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I think this might be my favorite plot of the entire series. Yeah. Like, if I'm being serious, because, like, I don't think there's ever a moment that was just so, like, like, not a moment, but, like, ever a span of moments. A that, timeline. A timeline yeah. that was so, like, investing that I loved as much as I loved this kidnapping the Emperor plot. Yeah. And then I favorite is probably Wolf. Yes. He kind of ruined the book a little bit. Okay, so same. Uh, my favorite, like I had said, was the whole thorn, thorn. desert kind of thing. Because Thorn's amazing. No. What? Um, <laughs> and then my least favorite was Wolf. Wolf. <sighs> wolf. Well, especially Blech. he was just so rudy. He was acting like freaking Bella Swan in the Twilight series after Edward leaves her. It was just so annoying and like, get yourself together! Pull yourself together! Yes. And the mode needed to Mm -hmm. come out there. I know. And I have to say, like, I was a little disappointed in Dr. Erland because I would have busted my ass out of that quarantine, and then like, here you go, lavana <laughs>
1: Yes! <Let's hug.
0: laughs> no, seriously, hug, though. Levana. I would have, like, glamored a mirror there, you know, whatever, like the glass, but it was actually, like, busted out. Mm-hmm. Oops! my Levana, give me a hug! <laughs> but he, uh, he wasn't strong enough to glamour. Well, still, that that's, I, I was a little disappointed that that did not happen. I know, that would have been amazing. Or at least, like, infected, you know, like, one of the thaumaturge Or even I, the thaumaturge? Yeah. Or even, like, a guard. Yes. Like, Jericho? Because then
1: yeah. the guard would have given it to somebody. and then
0: Exactly. Like, Jericho? No, I don't think they would have left the guard. They would have just been like, oh, well, Dr. Ellen Hutchison. <laughs>
1: right? Okay, so, Alexis, you said your favorite part was, like, the kidnapping the emperor? Yeah, when when Torin told them about the second chip,
0: I was like, "Yes, Torin, Kai has jo- made you join the Tinfoil Hat Club." Yes.
1: <laughs> so, it's like Torin either believed in Cinder, or he believed in Kai, and Kai believed in Cinder so much that he was willing to risk Kai's life for this cause because the trans-
0: he- property of multiple or something like that the transitive addition property I don't know what it is in math but like A because plus B equals C so A plus C equals B or something like that math
1: yeah
0: Torrin trusts Kai and Kai trusts Cinder so Torrin trusts Cinder there we go math you were continuing saying something now
1: Um. yeah so Torrin even said like if he comes back to me harmed or whatever I'll hunt you down and kill you myself.
0: Yeah. So
1: I, I think that I don't think he actually trusted Cinder, but he trusted Kai. So
0: it's kind of like to me the way that seemed was like at a like girl's like first date her dad is like if you hurt her I'll kill you or something like that. So I think it's like he trusts them. He just like but just in case here's this threat so I can like kill you. Honestly, I think He views himself as like a father figure for Kai. He does. And he is a
1: father figure to Kai. Yeah.
0: But he sees how Cinder makes Kai feel. Yeah. So I think he's putting hope into that situation.
1: There's also, like, I think another one of his reasons for letting Cinder get, like, take Kai is so he doesn't have to do the marriage. Because mm-hmm. he can also see that Kai does not want to do this marriage because he knows it will end poorly in mm-hmm. his favor. So, Torn's just like, this is an out to what nobody wants.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and so I
1: think
0: Yeah, go ahead. I, well, I'll No, say, I, I
1: didn't really have much to say.
0: It's kind of like the whole speech from Priya. Yeah. I think Torn yeah. feels the same way. That I don't he's, want to see Kai. He's seen Kai age over the last few weeks and he doesn't want to see Kai lose hope in an existence. Mm-hmm. So, right. Okay, this is really off topic but I want to get into it before we have to end because we're getting close to the end. confrontation um, with Audrey. Thoughts? Mm. That
1: seems. I I don't think what Cinder did was right.
0: It wasn't, but it was. But I
1: also think, I also think she needed to hear that.
0: She did, because I think deep down she always wanted Audrey's love, despite hating Audrey. She wanted that chance, and so I don't think. Well, I think it was necessary for her her to hear that it's not gonna ever happen. Because, like, but let's be honest. Her taking their invitations, <laughs> I really liked that because it was kind of like poetic justice. It was, but I'm just like that confrontation. The Audrey's, confrontation, I agree. That it, was it, broke my heart. It I wanted painful. to bake cookies, yeah.
1: Oh, we and never when, put
0: a shirt like I want to bake them cookies, yes. I wanted to bake cookies. And first.
1: when she like bent down at the urn, and Audrey was just like. That was my daughter that died, like, not very long ago. Yeah. And you actually heard sadness, like, in her voice?
0: Yeah.
1: Because you'd never heard that before. Because yeah. she'd always been talking, like, to Cinder. But this, she was talking to whoever Cinder was impersonating. Right
0: peony's death is still fresh the fact that peony never got the chance to know that cinder was a princess to know to see aiko's new body to meet car and the rest of the crew the fact that peony never got to meet kai or dance with him or dance with him or go to the ball like My heart.
1: yeah and oh so when aiko gets her new body her reaction is priceless. Yeah, Iko. Because because she guys. runs in and Thorne's like, "What?" and she and she just gets hugged. Or he gets hugged by uh Iko. And then cuz Crest doesn't know Iko, so she still sees it as Darla. Too.
0: I know. But like Iko is the best second best part of this book. Carl Thorne is always the best. Well like Iko's a Yeah, Christ I second. might have to change my best part of the- getting her body. Aiko's amazing. Yeah, I love her. I love Aiko. She deserves the world. Okay, but also, I just want to say, the fact... This was just one of the very first things that hit me. When they were talking about their... Pl- okay, so the fact that during the very first plan, Aiko said, I don't want to be all cold-wired murderer about like, the fact that she says white instead of blood, it was the very first time it hit me. And that was just so, like, funny to me. Yeah. Because she's so human-like. I know! It's hard to remember. Wait, she's an android. That's why, like, I love that Cinder is like, and eh, you're the most human-like android I know. And also, like, her having to interact with the other androids was really crazy. Like, just, like, the the difference in their personalities was insane.
1: Yeah. Because, Yeah.
0: Do you want to get into our final star ratings? Yeah. So how many stars would you give this book, Peyton?
1: I would give this book four.
0: Mom? That's what I gave it. It had the potential to... It really did, but... Except Wolf. I gave it five stars. I'm just saying. I gave it five stars. Okay. See, for me, Wolf. At very least, four and a half. But because uh, Goodreads doesn't have the half option, it's five well it's four stars for me because i rounded it down it was like 4.25 i'd say
1: yeah because i love everything about the book except like except wolf because he was just like Bleh. yes he didn't want to do anything and never really participated in anything Look, which i think so should've...
0: little the book devoted to him that it was Well, they couldn't devote anything to him because he was so blue. Exactly, but it just made us such a small crack in the book that the book was okay. Okay. It didn't affect the book that much for me. Okay. So, thank you so much for listening. And a very huge thank you to our very special guest, Peyton. You can find us at our email at momdaughterbooktalk at gmail.com. On our Instagram at motherdaughterbooktalk.com. We can leave suggestions for future episodes and potentially be chosen to be featured on one of our episodes like Peyton here was. And you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for joining us, Peyton. Yes, thank you. No problem.
1: It was so fun.
0: It was fun for us, too. I'm very glad that you were here. We're we're so glad you can join us. So hope you guys join us to listen next time. Bye!
1: Bye!